Welcome, everybody, to the Thanksgiving edition of the Listen In podcast with Jake and Sean. We are a music podcast, Jake. Mm-hmm. Um, a gobble gobble to you, Sean. <laughs> yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. I will say, Jake, even though we are a music podcast, we're a little bit light on the new music talk this week. Yeah. We're winding down. It's the end of the year. We are a little light, and that is evidenced by the fact... That we're leading off Hot Thoughts this week, Sean, with uh, talk of the new Tenacious D album. Wow. Yeah. Post-Apocalypto. Now, Sean, uh, I've given this album two listens, actually. Okay. I mean, um, that's two more than me. And that's totally fair. It, it's probably two more than I expected to listen to <laughs> yep. it. Um, and it's one more than I expected to listen to it before I started for the first okay. time. Yeah. Because I actually like this album. It's like funny and like I've always had a soft spot for Tenacious D. This is actually, I guess, an accompaniment to like a YouTube series they're doing. Oh, okay. Of cartoons. Nice. Um, and I gotta say, like, I fully expected it to be not that good. And like, what's funny is they like they're just really funny. They just, yeah. like, I guess I don't know why I assumed they'd lose a step. Like, right. The production on it's pretty cool. The songs are pretty fucking funny. Like, it's just, the whole thing is like this little mini, it's 30 minutes total, 21 songs. And it's basically, it follows, um, a structure of, for the most part, there's some exceptions to this, but it's like song, little sketch, song, oh, okay. little sketch. And it's cool. Cause the songs are really well produced. Yeah. And like the thing I always sort of forget is like Jack Black is an, awesome singer yeah he is and like really entertaining to listen to singing he is and he does all these different little genres and little kinds of songs really well in between each one the plot is the it's like it's they they basically are sending up all the tropes of post-apocalyptic movies oh and what happened here is evidently they had another album in the bag they scrapped it because once Trump got elected, they were like, who gives a shit? Yeah. Like, no, the, wow. who could possibly care about our next album? So like, let's do this, like, post-apocalyptic yep. album. And it's, like, all the things you'd want out of Tenacious D. It's, like, very silly. There's plenty of, like, dick jokes. Yep. And, like, and like, <laughs> like graphic descriptions of them having space sex mm-hmm. and shit. It's, it's really funny. There's a song in here called Daddy Ding Dong. <laughs> if you can imagine Jack Black saying Daddy Ding Dong. It's uh, funny. And, like, they meet robots. They meet aliens. They have sex. It's, it's good. And um, I guess I just... It's definitely a don't judge a book by its cover type of deal. Because yeah. I saw this and I was like, oh, who gives a shit? Like, I won't listen. But I played it through and I was like, you know what? This is really funny. And and, and the last thing I'll say before you rebut... Yeah. Uh, is, is that... The little sketches are cool, and I actually really appreciated they didn't overproduce those parts. Like, it's clear that they wrote, like, the loose sketch of what each one would be. Yeah. And kind of, like, improved it. Oh, half. Cool. And, like, it's funny because there's moments where you can hear, like, Kyle or Jack, like, kind of starting to break a little right. bit. Because they're, like, they'll be talking in ridiculous accents right. and, like, going through this just stoner's idea of what a post-apocalyptic oh, yeah. world would be. <laughs> so, yeah, man, like, honestly, if you ever liked Tenacious D or enjoyed like Pick a Destiny or uh, that first album they put out. I don't think anyone listened to Rise of the Phoenix. I don't know yeah, anyone who I, ever no, did. Me neither. Well, okay, here's my rebut here, Jake. Yeah. I actually loved Pick of Destiny when it came out. I had that soundtrack when I was younger. Uh, I think I was like 15, 14 or 15 when I listened to that. I don't think I quite understood what Tenacious D was. I thought they were an actual like group. I didn't understand that like it was for comedy purposes really. And, oh really yeah but i was like oh this is like these are like funny but like they're good songs and then you know i always liked uh what were those two songs on the 
previous album before Pick of Destiny. What Wonder Boy and uh, probably uh, Tribute. Tribute, yeah, yeah. Fuck I always her gently. I, one of those. I always liked those songs. Um, I think my issue is comedy albums, comedy music albums yeah. like this. I always look at. I look. I look down my nose at them a little bit, and right. it's not totally fair. No, because like I, I fully believe that there's good stuff on there and like it's funny and there's probably some good songs i'm just like if i'm gonna be listening to music i i kind of want it to be a little more serious like for example i've never gotten in on like the lonely island songs really you know like we were at we were at a wedding and um i'm on a boat came on and everyone lost their fucking minds and i was just like yeah like yeah it's funny it's like okay but not totally for me and i think that's kind of how I am with Tenacious D and in things like that is I really, really need to be in the mood, but I'm rarely in that mood. Well, stuff like that, like I'm on a boat and stuff, a lot of that comes back to nostalgia and things if you had a connection yeah. to it for some reason. Yeah. And like, if you didn't, that totally makes sense. Right. With this, I just sort of view it as a different thing. It's almost like I'm like going to listen to, it's almost like I'm going to watch a short film a short comedy like an episode yes. of a comedy but i'm listening to it that makes sense it's, it's almost like a comedy podcast i or guess something. i just think of it in a different way yeah, where no, I'm it, like if i want to listen to one of those things i'll watch it yeah or i'll like listen to a podcast yeah I, I, like album form is different and weird for me i guess which isn't totally fair but and i'm, I'm willing to admit that that's like kind of a bullshit reason for why you won't listen to this no, or why i won't like it maybe but that's just how i feel about it well like the truth is like that's why i almost didn't listen yeah to. it's basically that same reason where i'm like i like why am i gonna listen to this right, album right like because what happened with tenacious d in our early in our life and what happened to me with lonely island is like those songs just seeped in yeah a, a, over time like i happened to hear tribute on tv a couple times I'm like alright I'll check out what that song is and through that I was like maybe I'll listen to a couple other songs right it seeped in over time I never like sat down and was like I'm gonna listen to an album yeah and to yeah. this day I don't know that I've listened to like I don't think I ever really put on the, those Tenacious D albums all the way through oh I would with Pick of Destiny when I was younger oh that, really? so I do have a connection to that album but it's not like I go back and listen it's to good, it. Too. I would I would listen to a few songs. I'd listen to like Kickapoo and yeah, like man. Master Exploder and songs like Beelzeboss. that. Boss. Yeah, yeah. Beezle Boss, Final Showdown. Like there's some good stuff on there. But yeah, I know what you mean. Like there's some clunkers too. Well, like there's little moments on this post apocalypto album where like I'm like, ooh, it's like his robot song. I'm looking forward to <laughs> yeah, this yeah, one. Because yeah. he like sings deep and like yeah. I like the way he sings this. Yep. And like, oh, here's comes the little sketch about like the robot they meet who's like it ends up wanting to be part of the group and they're like yeah. hey man like no you can't join tenacious right, d and he's right. like sings this song about being a sad robot <laughs> like dude like it, it just is I, I i guess i found that on the second listen i was i was pleasantly surprised by how much i was like i'm looking forward to like right. the different parts of this and it is it fulfills a different thing like i won't rank this i won't even i won't yeah. even consider i don't even really consider it the same thing right exactly and i think that that is my my hang up on it um, another hot thought for you, Jake. We mm-hmm. had another new Earl Sweatshirt song come out called Mint. It got a best new track on Pitchfork today. Yeah. Um, and this is the second single off his new albums, uh, or his new album that's called Some Rap Songs that comes out on November 30th. R- really quick, Trust Tree, maybe it's not that much of a trust tree. Yeah. I, I wish uh, Earl would go for it a little more on an album title. Uh, I kind of like that he... Okay, so with some rap songs, yes. I think it works. 
I do really like the album name. I don't like shit. I don't go outside. I, I like, think that's a really cool album name. I like that album name too. The some rap song seems like the most obvious yeah version of what it is like it's like me calling my fantasy football team like the football team every year right you know what i mean right but i whatever doesn't well, matter because the two songs i've heard from this so far sound awesome yeah and maybe he knows what he's sitting on with mm-hmm. this and is like i'm gonna switch it up on you and call it something that seems not that grandiose not and that then when it comes out it's like oh shit like these are great so far, from what we heard with Mint and with, I think the previous song's called Nowhere to Go. Yeah. Um, it strikes me as like kind of like a slower, a little bit more atmospheric, like death gripsy type of thing where it's like, it's very glitchy. Yeah. The production on these songs. Um, but Mint especially has this really cool sort of like slowed down hyper smooth and slow vibe underneath the mint was a vibe that song you could just like live in that song for a while it's what it was what maybe three minutes not even 245 245 and nowhere to go is a minute 58 yeah so a couple quick songs but both of them establish a mood and a vibe and i liked mint in particular um that that song was awesome so i'm pretty excited for this uh comes out november 30th and we do have a release radar that includes that and another one. And I'm sure we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about that. Uh, last last hot thought here, Jake. I had a question for you. I have one last thought about Earl. Oh, Wait, yeah, go I, ahead. The last thing is that, like, what's weird is that I am very excited for this, and I always am for stuff Earl comes out with. I will say, though, like, I I am always... I like Earl Sweatshirt more than I have earned to like him. Mm-hmm. Like, I have never liked an album as much as mm-hmm. I should for as much as I, as much goodwill right. as he's earned for me. That makes sense. Do you know what I mean? I do. Like, yeah. I, I didn't like Doris as much as I wish I had. Yeah. I didn't even like, I don't like shit as much as I wish I had. Like, there's great yeah. stuff on it. I know what you mean. And I do think part of it is like, he was still so young when he came yeah, out. Yeah, dude. Those. This one feels like, this is an adult statement from took, Earl. Took three years off. It sounds yeah. like he really took time to craft the production yes. on it. I'm very excited. Yeah, me too. Anyways, continue. Sorry. Um, I wanted to ask you, Jake, should we be listening to this Lil Peep posthumous release, Come Over When You're Sober, Part 2? I feel like this is what the kids are maybe all listening to right now. It does have a 79 on Metacritic. It has yeah. a 7.2 on yeah. Pitchfork. Uh, wh- what are your thoughts on Lil Peep and like, like all of this? And, and I'll... I'll on top of that, I'll ask you, when you see XXX Tentacion or whatever the fuck that guy's name is. That's exactly it. You said it Okay. Right. When you see him on, like, being featured on tracks now or yeah, I'm sure there's going to be a posthumous release of his stuff. What are your Mac f- Miller probably will have. Yeah, that. what are your feelings on that? Does, does that read to you like a cash grab by whoever is now in charge of, like their stuff or the label or what or like a little bit it's so hard to i mean something like this with little peep it, it sounds like he had this material probably done right. or something and maybe it got produced I, I don't mind so much the posthumous release what is difficult for sure from a critical perspective is the separating of the actual quality from what the music is or whatever yeah like yeah, yeah, yeah. um with uh it reminds me of like the the Joker with the Dark Knight and stuff, and like I obviously I love that performance from Heath Ledger and stuff, but I always would be sort of annoyed, but would couldn't help but admit it was true, and people would be like, "Oh, he only won an Oscar because he died." Yeah, and that's what I wanted to ask. It's like, is this seventy nine on Metacritic or the seven point two by Pitchfork? Would that have been the case if he put this out and he was still alive? Something tells me it wouldn't. It's like, it's almost impossible to say, and I just would assume no. 
I just would Same. assume no, because what it does is it colors him with this light of like he was this tortured guy. Yeah. Who like couldn't yep. hack it. And like I some of that about Mac Miller has come out. Like I think it was was it Questlove? Who was it? Maybe it wasn't Questlove. Someone who was it doesn't make sense that it would be him. Someone who was close with him, another yeah. rapper, maybe it was Aesop, said like he was working on his best stuff before he died and he was working really hard. Mac Miller in particular. Yeah. And like he, he would all he would have wanted is for people to know how hard he'd been working on his music. Hmm. And so that stuff colors your perception. It does. It has to, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, so, and I will definitely look at a new Mac Miller release that comes out next as like, ooh, what's like the narrative around this? And like, maybe I like, I'll have to give this a listen. Cause like I, I listened to, um, a good chunk of stuff on that album he put out this year. And like, it's pretty good. There's some songs I like on there, but you know, like I don't, I wouldn't say it's like a classic or anything, or that he had ever put out a classic. It's tough to say. To answer your actual initial question about Lil Peep, should we be listening to it? I, like maybe I don't think I will. Yeah, honestly, maybe I'll I check just, out like the popular songs, see if I like it. Yeah, I just am not that interested. Yeah, in that's what the he thing. brings to the table. Yeah. Like from what I heard before, from his previous songs, they were like somewhat catchy emo rap. Right. And I was like, that's okay, but it, it's a. As a genre, it's something I have generally found pretty disingenuous. Yeah. And, like, kind of fake. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's already been commodified like crazy. Oh, my God. Like, with that dude, uh, what's his name? Not not Lil Pump. What's that dude? Lil, that Lil uh, Zan. Lil Zan. Where it's like, dude, he looks like he's fucking 15 I, years old. I, yeah, and has, like, Grills. face tattoos and shit. Yeah, yeah I don't know. Makes me uncomfortable. And uh, it's interesting, because, like, J. Cole on his album K.O.D. kind of, like references dudes like that he's like you know this style of music's really popular right now in that song about drug use yeah but like what are you gonna do when like people have moved on and like the kids you are rapping to have like grown up a bit and like you're sitting there like i don't know so it's a good point it's like is this just like a fad a weird 2018 fad where it's like i get fucked up like as fucked up as possible and then rap about it and call myself lil xan or like like romanticize heavy drug use like i don't know it's a little much it is it's it a little is. bit much and it doesn't it just as a sub genre uh, of of music it has it just doesn't do a ton for yeah, me, that kind of fair. stuff and that whole culture but yeah. you know if i were at a different age and a different time in my life maybe it would right yeah maybe if i was like 18 or 19 like yeah probably i'd be um, like oh they're like dark and brutal yeah and they exactly. understand yeah. me like yeah, I, yeah. I, I i would never go to those lengths but like, but like that's cool yes and like in my wildest fantasy about who i am yes. like maybe that's like kind of a part of it somehow. <laughs> yes exactly you know exactly um let's do a quick preview jake mm. of our mm. end of the year rankings i can't believe it's the end of another year yeah this, nor can i neither can i this will be our fourth year now ranking songs and albums for the podcast can you believe that you know here's here's a i can't and here's a question for you have we done our end of year episode at a different place every year yes because the first year would have been your parents basement. no no i think we did it two years at your two parents years basement? no two no the first one was the base oh no we have we have done it, then it was mcgregor every year because yeah. then it was mcgregor yep. and then i think it would have been probably um, your place last year yep. is where I remember doing it. Yep. If not, it would have been Liberty, yep. which, which neither of us neither lived, there anymore. And now we're both at new apartments, so we'll have yep. done four end of year podcasts four and four, four different apartments. Very crazy. A little bad radio, but nostalgic but, for us. Yeah, no, yeah. No less. So that's very interesting. Um, 
what I will say, so a couple, a couple different things. Let's run through the schedule first. So November 29th is next week, next Thursday. We're not going to do an episode then. We'll be hard at work re-listening to albums, ranking our songs, starting to rank our albums. All while trying to give uh, proper attention to this Earl's album and the other album we're going to talk about. Yeah, release and, radar. I, and I have a question for you about that once we get to Release Radar. Um, so November 29th, no new episode. Then we're going to come back in December. On December 6th, we will be doing our best songs of 2018. We will be ranking those. What I think we should do, Jake, is both come to the table with 100 songs ranked. And then should we do a top 50 or do a top 100 songs? I like the top 100 songs. On the podcast? Uh, maybe not rank them. Maybe not go through the whole... Well, we could always like shout them out. No, did we do a combined... And then we're going to do our combined list. So we're going to both come to the table with our 100 individual ranked. Then we're going to combine those. What I remember working well in past years was a was a was a sort of combined 50. Combined 50. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That okay. I like that. That sounds fair. Maybe we do a combined ranking of 75 but just go through 50 or I like something. That. I, I like don't know. That. Winnow it down each step of the way. And then on December 13th we're going to do our best albums of 2018. So hopefully we have time to digest and have some real thoughts about the 1975 and Earl, Earl, Earl Sweatshirt. And maybe those will rank, maybe they won't. We'll see. But we're going to do best albums of 2018 on December 13th. And then we're going to wrap it all up on December 20th with our 2018 awards and superlatives. This is where we're going to give out awards for best rap album, for best guest appearance on a song, for all sorts of fun categories like that. Uh, yeah. One of my favorite episodes for sure. It's a little bit looser, a little more fun. Um, does that sound like a good schedule to you, Jake? Sounds all right and to listeners. me. <laughs> listeners, um, pause the episode right now, call us and confirm, <laughs> then continue to play the episode and listen now. Um, so the... I, I, I want to ask you this, like, in 2018, so we've done yeah. these lists for 15, 16, 17, 18. We'll talk yep. about this during those episodes, but quick, like, we got about um, five weeks yep. left. Um, general impressions for you. For me, where where does it rank among the four years? Because I think it's, well, you, you, you go I'll, ahead. I'll say, um, I do think it's stronger than 2017. Okay. Um, I, I think overall this year has been a very strong year for music. I do think it got off to a slow start, though. Very I think slow. it got off to a really slow start. Oh, really, until June hit, there wasn't a ton that yeah. I was like, oh, fuck yeah. Like, I remember when we were doing our mid-year rankings right after those June albums had come out. And it was like, oh, if these June albums weren't here, like, yes. this would be tough. I will say the second half of the year was incredibly strong. It was good. The, last year, and I'm not even getting years mixed up, but I don't think I am. Last year had a really strong, I think, first half. I yes. remember having a really heavy... Yes. Like, last year was when we had, by that mid-year point, we had, like, Alex G yep. and shit like that, yes. right? Yeah. Um, And then the second half, like, was also pretty... I, it's, I gotta say, like, to me... Just in terms of like general vibe, it feels like 2018's lower. Okay, like on the lower end of the spectrum, 2016 feels like it was the best year. Uh, I would maybe argue 2015 really? was because well, it's very very close because you had I love you, honey bear. Yep. You had to pimp a butterfly. You had Carrie and Lowell. You had uh, a couple Beach House albums. You had the last really good Drake album. With your, if you're reading this, it's too late. Yeah, that's fair. Titus Andronicus, Tame Impala, Current, Grimes, Art Angels, yeah. Tallest Man on Earth, Dark Bird is Home, uh, that Modern Baseball EP, Julian Baker, Panda Bear meets the Grim Reaper, 
I just, Julia Holter, yeah. have you in my like? That's a strong, strong year. I will say, it's tough to argue against like Blonde by Frank Ocean in 2016, yeah. or even uh, Cardinal by Pine Grove. Which so, like, eventually we might. I, I honestly think like by the end of the decade we'll be calling Blonde the album of the decade. It might be mine, or yeah, it, 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 like. It might not be fair because Twisted Fantasy came out so early in the decade right. and Kanye has fallen so far off a fucking cliff. I know. Um, but, I, like, honestly, like, I think it might those might be up there in the one and two slots. How interesting is that? I think that is fascinating. Um, you of know what? all the albums, like, we're more or less rock guys, I think, if you put us on aggregate through the decade. Yep. But if you look at what we're probably going to consider our two favorite albums of the, of the, of the decade... It, they're gonna be a rap and R and B album. Yeah. Well, I think that's just indicative of the decade in general and how music trended. It, yeah, it went that way. And like, I know we'll do again. I don't want to retread too much of this when we get to this on the the reflection yeah. podcast. But I, I will say, like, y- you know what? I'm your kid. You've kind of convinced me. I do think 2018 is actually the weakest. Yeah, I think it might. I be. I think it has to be. And and I think that. Not only that, it was uh, it was the spottiest and bumpiest year for us as like a podcast. And honestly, dude, like as I, people, it was a crazy year. A crazy year, and it's just another year older, another year more understanding how fucked up the world is, yep. and just another year more like worn jaded, down, and yeah. tired. Yep. And again, like I say it all the time, life's fucking hard, and our lives are easy, man. I know, like, I know. And and like, <laughs> and I I I wonder. How that comes across on the podcast. Because I think that over time, the podcast has developed in a handful of ways. And it feels like early on, 2015, 2016, it was very, very serious about the music. We're yep. really going to make it all about that. Yep. I think more of just who we are and like the way we view life and the way we experience life has seeped in over time. Well, and I think that is probably the case with us as people. I think we're more comfortable you know, letting who we are show in general. And yep. of course, that's going to come through on the podcast. So yeah, I think I would actually say 2018 has been the weakest of the years that we've done it with 2015 and 2016 being head and shoulders above the last two years. Um, yeah. But I think as time goes on, you start to have a little bit different perspective on certain years. You do. So, and like, again, that already is happening because if you list the albums from 2015, like I think at the, in the moment, Honey Bear and Pimp a Butterfly did feel like masterpieces yeah. already. Blonde probably almost did. I yep. think it took like a year for that yeah, one. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. But over time, like, you say those album names now to me, and I'm like, fuck, Holy classic, shit. classic, yeah, I know, classic. I know, I know. But it's like, at the time, you're, you're living it. So yep. that's the case now, too. Like, what do you think the best chances of a classic from this year would be that maybe we don't think so now? Like, to be honest with you, I think um, that Foxing album, like, kind of already is for me. Yeah. Already has that status. Um yeah. I, like, what? what's one that, like, you think in a few years you'll look back and be like, ooh, that one. It's incredibly personal for me, but it's the Casey Musgraves yeah, album. Exactly. But it's like, I also, yeah, Foxing, I would say Pine Grove, because yep. that has been huge for me. Yep. Um, I, obviously, there's a lot of baggage you know, there. Baggage there that's sort of confusing. You know what I could see maybe attaining that in some ways is that Brockhampton album. Totally. If, with enough time and enough retrospective to yep. understand like how good it was. Yep. Um probably Astro World. Astro World. Which like Boy Genius. Boy, yeah, Boy Genius dude, I've listened to Boy Genius like three times a day for weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Which is an exaggeration, but it feels like that. Yep. Um yeah, and I think but other than that, like full like capital letter classic. 
few hard, and far between this year. Hard to come by. Twin Fantasy? But how many times have you wanted to listen to Twin Fantasy? <sighs> Not for a while. Not for a while. I did re-listen, uh, and yeah, it was great. It's but definitely good. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a good point. That's a really good point. So Post in certain circles. but Yeah, but again, that that wasn't as good as Worry, you know? Yeah. Right, like, I, worry, I, I think is that is one that has matured. I think into a classic. Is, yeah, man. is worry. Yeah, it, I, it, I can't see that happening with Post necessarily, even though I really like it. Yeah, Post, I think certainly captures um, the the essence of like this year of Trump. Yeah, of, of where like you're like with worry, some of that's starting to kick off, yep. and like you know he probably wrote a lot of that during Obama and stuff. With Post, you're like, dude, we're it's 2018. We are in the thick of yep. this era. Yep, like it's like listening to an album from. 2005 you're like yep yeah that's the height yeah. of, of second era bush yep and uh i do think and you know what this i think would be a good question for us to answer on our awards and superlatives when we get there but i i think which album is going to be the most like 2018 of any of these post would be a good good candidate for that yeah content wise you mean like in terms yeah of like, like just like you're like, yeah, that one kind of captured the the zeitgeist the in terms mood. of yep. yeah. I'm like scanning through now. Other than that, man, like you know what one when I re-listened actually had that vibe was a productive cough by Titus Andronicus. Oh, uh, that makes sense. That yeah. one, that one had that vibe too. Other than that, though, dude, I don't know. You know what I just realized I haven't gone back to in a long time is is Arctic Monkeys and yeah, Father John Misty. I actually did listen to Tranquility Base. Uh, a couple months ago yeah and it was it was great i loved it i have not listened to god's favorite customer in full i think maybe since it came out which is interesting because i really did like it i i do lot. really like it what else out. i haven't listened to since it came out is yay uh yeah it's been a while for yeah. me it's been a while for me maybe that one's the most indicative of 2018 in a way kidsy ghosts and the um kidsy ghosts and the in the uh what's his name there push a t album daytona are, are pretty damn 2018 yes they are i just listened to daytona the other day and it holds up it's great it's gonna rank high it's gonna rank high for me yeah uh so yeah we'll, we'll get more into that kind of stuff but um yeah a strange year not only for music but i think culturally and personally felt like it zigged when you thought it was gonna zag 100 100 where i just was like whatever i expect of this album is probably the opposite of what i'll get yeah we have arctic monkeys playing lounge music and in a works. concept album about like the moon and i like it a lot now which which one do you think was like the most I expected this to happen, and it was that. Father John Misty. Without a doubt. It was, like, exactly what I would have expected. Because coming off of pure comedy, they're like, he's releasing another album yeah. that's more just songs. Yep. It was exactly that. And it was, like, what I wanted. For that reason, though, it was, like, less challenging than I would probably have hoped. Because, like, I love that album. I bought it on vinyl when it came out. Like, because yeah. I listened to it a shit ton the first two weeks. I was right. like, I love this. I'm going to buy it. it. Yeah. Haven't gone back. Weirdly... Um, I feel like that Mitski album was exactly what I expected and, like, delivered on that. I feel you can make a similar argument for something like Kurt Vile. Yes. Where you're yep. like, dude, he's yep. just exploring the the vileness of himself, yes. like, as, as far Kurt Vile as he could go. Um, can't say I, really with any of the Kanye stuff, it's where I expected it to go. Certainly not nope. Titus. Um, yeah. You know, I was, I was talking the other night with, with uh, somebody about Camp Cope. Yeah, I listened to that the other day, man. That was a trending down for me. That album is not great. It's not good. Um, 
Yeah, it is. Boring. It is There's ba- like two good songs on it. it right. And it is basically Dude, not good. It's so I was listening to it in the apartment. Brittany was like, why does she sing the same way on every song? Right, and that, why is she using thing about her. the same chords in every song? Yeah. And it works sometimes because it's like, yeah, you're going to strike pay dirt sometimes if you're doing that. But it's too much of the same vibe. The best songs they do are when they strike a good groove. And that's what I think happens on opener yep. and what happens on how to socialize yep. and make friends. I really like both those songs. I do too. And I think that the band is doing stuff that's interesting. Yep. And like she, the lead singer, I think needs to find other things to explore because mm-hmm. like when it hits just right and you really want it, the angst ridden yelling works, but it's great. She, she's not especially tuneful. No. You know what I no, mean? No, and, no. and she's very like, and, and when they're at their absolute worst is the acoustic ballad stuff. <sighs> yeah. Because those weak. are, those are for me unlistenable it's it's the only way that it works is that it's a change of pace from the other guitar strum they just do that's electric but it's like it because there's so much less texture it's so boring like i was listening to that song the other night that's that last one on the album there yeah and i already was like i know exactly what chords these are yeah and it's like the i think we watched a video once of father john making fun of like that chord progression it's the like the c sus two the g E minor D. It's like it, it, that progression is in. It's in good riddance. It's like yeah, in all those songs, and it's just her tough. strumming her way through those chords and like yelling about something. God knows. I will say as my final thought, as I'm looking through like a lot of the albums we've listened to, I want to say that 2018 was actually a year of like disappointments. There's yeah. a lot of stuff on here that if you had told me it was coming out at the start of the year, I would have been very excited about and was excited about these. Almost none of my favorite albums of the year were ones that I was kind of counting on to be my favorites of the me year. Me neither, man. No, me neither. Like that Hop Along record, I listened to that again the other day, and I was let down again by it. Really? You know, like that's one I always expected to turn around on. As I'm looking at my list too, um, you know what's crazy that it came out this year is that Soccer Mommy album. That album's great. I forgot all about I, it. I really that album is awesome. I really I, that's good, like top ten of the year for me. I really really liked it in the moment. Um, an, another one that I totally forget how it, any of it even goes. U.S. Girls in a poem oh unlimited. My God, yeah. How I'm does not, a single I, song? I, I'm that not go? even gonna re-listen to that. You know what I did re-listen to though, Jake? That Mount Erie album. Now only. Oh yeah. I like that more now than I did maybe when it first came out. Yeah. The, the spoken word stuff, especially around like you know this weekend with some the resonance and everything, for you. Yeah. I was like, okay, yeah, this is this is really good. That song Distortion on there, I actually added to my uh, best songs of. 2018 because that song's nice. fucking awesome but yeah maybe maybe a year of disappointments that beach house album was a letdown some that people Courtney, some people loved it i know but i thought it was a letdown that churches album was not very good and uh, people who love churches said the same thing to me they yeah. were like yeah i don't really like that that much that courtney barnett one fell flat a little bit i you know what's funny is even as good as i thought boy genius was i thought lucy Ducas's album was like a little i, would, I would agree with that there too. are moments where yep. i was like you yep. know what like yep. oh another six minute like kind of yep. psychedelic-y blues jam. I wanted that Aesop Rocky album to be better. I wanted the Rolling Blackouts Coastal Fever album to be a little bit better. It's good, it's good, but like yeah. you know, I wanted better. So I think there were some some disappointments this year for sure. But so tune in December sixth and thirteenth for an for, uplifting discussion on the year's music for like seventy five minutes a pop of us bitching <laughs> about like people who are just doing their best. 
Uh, Jake, I have a quick recommendation of the week for you. Uh, Tom York, The Eraser. This came out back in 2006. I was I don't know as big of a Radiohead fan as we both are. I mm-hmm. don't know how we had not listened to that yet. Yeah, Sean, this was a true life recommendation and one I took from yeah, you. Yeah, so so good. So I was very pleasantly surprised by this. I liked it way more than I thought I would, even though I know I would just like it because it's Tom York and it sounds like Radiohead. Um, lot. I was actually surprised that this came out all the way back in 2006 because of how resonant. A lot of the lyrics are for right now, Jake. There's a couple songs on there that reference like global warming and like you're just pushing the hands on a clock or you're the line about you're throwing coins in a wishing well or whatever about just like you're ignoring this fucking situation. Back in 2006, man, things haven't gotten better. Well, and what's funny is that back then I distinctly remember, I mean, I was a kid, but I distinctly remember feeling that way too. Like, yeah. I remember being like, oh, so what are we going to, like, do? Right. And it just, like, that has become just the joke about global warming. Yes, it's like, oh, we're not going to do anything. <laughs> we're not. We're not going to do it. Because we have politicized it to a degree that, like, if you try to do anything about it, you're taking a side politically, weirdly. Do, do you think quickly that the people who have politicized it to the point where they're like, it's a hoax, it's not happening, because I someone's lining my pockets with, like, oil money? One billion percent, yes. Do you think... No, oh. my question about them is, do you think that those people will be looked at as some of the biggest villains of history? Yes. Because that's, that's yes. like, true evil to do that. Yes. Um, Trump is making a nice little resume for modern-day evil. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's tough. That's a tough look. But Tom York was already talking about that in 2006 and i love i think it's on black swan or something that song where, that he's, song just, where cool. he's just like this is fucked up fucked up and i was like dude i feel you tom york because shit might have been bad in 2006 it's not nearly as bad as it is now my dude oh my god and, and like i'm excited for how long has it been since moonshade pool two years two years so New Radiohead probably in another two. Do you or think we'll get New Radiohead? Yeah, I think eventually. Okay. I think eventually. I, I know there do. was a lot of talk about oh, that's going to be their last album. Yeah. I didn't necessarily buy into that. I yep. think it like it adds up, sure. Yeah. But interesting. Um, it, so yeah, I that think was... it would be cool to hear whatever his perspective is on shit. Me too. Then. Me too. Uh, so yeah, you know that... he's writing. Yeah. Oh yeah. That, so that was my recommendation of the week. And Jake, let's wrap up. Uh, with a release radar, we we talked about Earl Sweatshirt, some rap songs coming out on November 30th. The other big one, though, is a new album by the 1975 called A Brief Inquiry into Online Relationships. There's already some reviews in on Metacritic right now. There's four reviews. Three of them are a perfect 100 score. Perfect scores. And I've been hearing, like, this has been the vibe, like, I think a lot of the discussion around the 1975 is like, this next album's gonna be, like, really good. Yeah, man, and like, I'm looking at the album cover for it now. It looks really that it looks like very artfully rendered. It has this cool sort of like, like pixelated sort of album cover with interesting fonts up the side. I like that. I think it looks cool. My other thought, my other stray thought, I have two. One, it's almost an hour long, so that'll be that's a very 1975. Still, still shorter than uh, their last one, right? Which was like what 140 fucking minutes maybe. or something. It was <laughs> yeah, like the. I think the so. It was like basically the extended cut of all of the Lord of the Rings movies put together. Like, <laughs> you know what the turning point for me though on the 1975 was, Jake? Because I think even we kind of like to make fun of them 
even though we liked a lot of their songs, we still like to make fun of them. Up until we saw them at Boston Calling, we saw them on a whim. We were like, ah, yeah, let's just go stand by their stage and see what's what. Dude, do you remember why we went? No. Because we were both, we were watching the XX with all our friends. Oh, that's right. And we were like, both of us were like having that look and feel at e- toward each other where we're both like, are you thinking about how nothing matters and fuck all these people right now? Because <laughs> and fuck I the XX. <laughs> and like, we both had that thought and we're like, let's just go like anywhere. Yep. And we watched, you and I just went and watched, uh... Um, 1975 from the top of like the bleachers and like dude that ended up saving my mood for the they, weekend they crushed they that were show. sick they it were was so good truly awesome performances and I knew the song was just enough to really enjoy yep. it yep. and like it was really fun man. it was the complete opposite vibe of that XX show like the, dude I, I've said this before I'm gonna say it again fuck the XX they're not good they're not a good band they're kind of lame they're they uh like so I've started I've started being really wary of, like, industry plants and, like, who those people are. And I realized during that amazing Monday night football game, Jake, the Rams-Chiefs game, the the Chainsmokers were playing at halftime. And I said to Brittany, I'm like, the Chainsmokers are not only an industry plant, they're a launching pad for other industry plants because they just attach, like some up-and-coming singer to them. Yep. We wouldn't know who Halsey is unless she was on that fucking Chainsmokers yeah, song. Yeah, pe- people like Halsey. Now they reason. do. Yeah, well, no, I mean, like, I've heard a couple Halsey's of Halsey's an industry plant, dude. Right. And so are the Chainsmokers, and so are a lot of other people. Yeah. But the Chainsmokers are just so blah and bland. Yeah, all that They're shit this is. blank canvas. Imagine that, Dragons. Yeah, all that shit. So, um, yeah, I'm very wary of that now. I think the XX is an industry, uh, an indie industry plant. Yeah, an industry plant. Yes. Um, my second thought, Sean, my second straight thought, is that the 1975 evidently have another album in the can. Mm. 2019, Notes on a Conditional Form Interesting. is coming out. That's what it says on their Wikipedia. Huh. Now, I don't know if that maybe is like a live album or what they yeah. have planned, but it's it's on here. Very, it's already like, I remember... I looked at this a couple months ago, or like a month ago, just to check in. I was like, oh yeah, aren't we getting an album from them? Yeah. And I saw that, and I was surprised. Like, that yeah. they're going to they're gonna do like a Father John Misty move huh. here, go year after year. That's cool. Uh, my, my final thought on both of these, Jake, the Earl Sweatshirt in 1975 coming out on November 30th. There's going to be so many end-of-the-year lists that will already have come out that week. Yep. That and this is my least favorite thing that happens every single year. There's always a couple albums that get released that last week of November or first week of December that are either ignored and not included in end of the year lists because the end of the year lists are already made, or they're like inflated to a weird degree where they end up like strangely high on these lists because they have to because there's no other way to accurately rank them because they're like right. we have to like kind of you got to stick it somewhere like in the 13 to 21 yeah range. and you're like well is it really that good and like it's weird it always leaves me feeling weird and like why did you release this so early so I think we time ours pretty well. We always know there's going to be that last one that we need to like listen to and yeah. have under our belt before we make our list. Well, Sean, we're old hands at this we point. We are. Why can't these music publications figure it out, Jake? Uh, it, it's a fair question, and they're all just trying to beat each other. It's like it's like getting Christmas stuff out in the stores. But I think you'd be better served at this point to wait till like December 15th. Yeah. Because you're, you're, like, you're going to get lost in the noise of everyone trying to be as early as possible. That's true, but you could also argue there's some fatigue at that point from yeah, readers. Especially point. from the casual reader. That's a good point. That's yeah. a good point. But, but I agree with you. I, like, I would rather read a list that is more inclusive than 
than less. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because, like, dude, we're going to be seeing end-of-year lists, like, at Halloween soon enough. I know. I know. So, that, that's just my thought. Like, these seem like two pretty important 2018 yeah. albums. Like, oh. are they going to be included, and where will they be included? So, yeah. we'll see. Um, that about does it for the episode, yeah. everybody. Uh, we will see you in a couple weeks with our best songs of 2018. To wrap up the year, Old Lang Syne. Old Lang Syne. Thanks, everyone. Mike is on. Okay, cool. we're, we're going here. Um, Thanksgiving is tomorrow. It is Turkey Day. Turkey Sean, Day, as it's uh, love it as perhaps, it's federally known. Perhaps my favorite holiday. Um, yeah, it's great. It. We've talked about this before, I think, on the podcast. I, I had something for you though, Jake. Uh, so earlier this week, I was in Rhode Island for a funeral, unfortunately, and I was staying in a hotel room with my parents that night. And we went out to dinner after the wake and everything, went back to the hotel, and I was like, oh, there's a there's a gas station right next door here. I'm going to pop into the convenience store and just get some snacks, maybe a couple beers while we chill in the hotel room. Go into this Sunoco. Uh, they didn't sell beer. They didn't sell any alcohol in this gas station. I was like, okay, that's a little weird. Maybe some gas stations just are like, no, nah, we don't really do this. I was like, but there's a stop and shop right in a plaza near here. I'm just going to drive there, see what they have. I get into stop and shop, Jake. <laughs> they don't sell booze. Is it because in Rhode Island they only sell it at liquor stores? I think or so. Or, I think or so. like at a packy? Yeah, I think so. And uh, I get back. To, I was like, well, fuck this. Like, I'm not going to be driving all over creation looking mm. for, like, beer. No. I just go back to the hotel. I went to the hotel bar. And luckily they were selling, like, individual beers in, like, their little market in the hotel. Okay. So I got a couple there. But I, this was a situation where I was just like, what are you supposed to do? Like, what a, uh, like, just limiting thing that is for the people of that state. Like, you really need to plan ahead. You gotta be like, oh, like, I if I want, like, beers for, like, this football game I'm gonna be watching tonight or, like, whatever. I'm gonna have to make a trip. It's like, I gotta, I can't just go to the corner store or the, you know, the, the grocery store. It is significantly easier than that here in new hampshire way easier and people might bemoan the fact that like you can't buy liquor at the grocery store or whatever but it's like it's not that bad who cares we have tons of liquor stores there's so many they're like everywhere yeah yeah they're all right near the the grocery stores and they make it pretty clear one so, on every block yeah pretty much so that that not was strange case. a fabrication um Wakes and funerals are never fun no they're not uh sorry you had to go through that thank you yeah tough stuff um but yeah, so that was my that was the kickoff to my week, Jake. Not a great week, it doesn't sound like. No, no. I mean, it's turning around with you know with the Thanksgiving activities, and you know what my sneaky favorite part of Thanksgiving is maybe isn't even necessarily the day. It's that Thanksgiving has been transformed in like a whole week because it's maybe yeah. the best work week. No one's like really doing anything. You probably are getting out early once on Wednesday. you once you get through. Monday, Tuesday, which yeah. can be kind of crazy. Some, yeah. some weeks, if you really have shit, you have to finish. Yeah, that's true. I didn't um, have to work this week, which was good, but you're pretty much wrapping things up that week anyway. So the first yes. half of the week is easy. Then Wednesday, you're usually always doing something with friends. Uh-huh. Thursday's the actual day. But then Friday, Saturday is like a whole other like glorious little weekend. You're probably going to the movies because yeah. like a bunch of movies have gotten released. Yeah, It's dude. a nice little like week it is. where... 
Christmas used to be that as kids because we'd always have that time off. Now, though, it's like, well, it's unless you're taking that time off yourself and it depends on where Christmas falls, maybe you only have like a day this, or two days this, tops. This year it's on a Monday, Tuesday. Yeah. So you could like, I mean, it's different, but you you do get Saturday, Sunday, Monday, yeah. Tuesday, which is nice. Yeah. It's yeah, a nice little four-day weekend. But if you it's not the up, same, though. No, it's not, it's not the same. It's not the same at all because the, the beauty of Thanksgiving... You can rely on it, it. Is you can rely on when it will fall, yep. and everyone knows and just assumes and understands that this week is going to be a fucking waste. Yes, and like, yes, I never, t- I don't bother taking time off around Thanksgiving. A lot of no. people on my team do. To. I prefer to take the time at Christmas, yeah. give myself an extra buffer there. Yep. Yep. Um, it is, isn't it, a little grotesque that like so much of the i like the iconography. And like the lore of Thanksgiving is related to this one bird we kill and eat. Yeah, uh, it's the only. It bir- is. It's like this one bird, the turkey, the poor turkey. And I think it's even more strange that we do like a turkey pardoning by the president. Like that was I, I, when that came up on the news this week. I was like, okay, Trump. I feel like doesn't play ball with these things very much. Yeah, and I was like, I could just see this going away like next year. The turkey pardoning. Is maybe more offensive than just eating all the turkeys. I know. It's like the fucking worst part because it's like, it's this just patronizing, ugly thing. And they march this poor bird out, they sit it there. (laughs) <laughs> and then the president does it. Everyone's laughing. Because yeah, like, everyone knows, like, oh, this is kind of silly. But, but it's like, dude, they tradition. kill that turkey in a second. It probably gets I, killed later. I know. Well, you know what I hope they do is like have this farm that all these pardoned turkeys can just go live out their days on. Like, that'd be nice. Yeah, it'd be nice. But it's like... Maybe not. The realities of... <laughs> The meat industries yeah, indicate which, otherwise. <laughs> like, yeah, but it's like, okay, you pardon these two turkeys. What about the millions of other ones that are getting eaten tomorrow? That's why it's such a weird thing. It's like a joke. It's a yeah, joke. Yeah, and that's why I'm like, is. well, why don't we just do away with this? This is not a great look. Pardoning a turkey is like an ugly joke. I, it is. It is. It's, it's like sick. It's a sick joke. It's like, it's the equivalent of that form of torture where you have a prisoner and you tell them at the end of this week you're being executed. <laughs> Yes. And then every day you remind them, remind them, remind them. You grab them on Friday. Yep. You bring them out to the fucking to stocks. The, to the gallows. To the yeah. gallows. And then at the last second you say, nope, you're not dying today. So Back to up. prison for an indeterminate amount of time and you might die at any point. <laughs> so fucked up. It's basically what that is. Yeah. yeah. I mean, except like turkeys are obviously stupid and don't know what's going on. Which is for the better. Yeah, man. Like, yeah. Of course, Don't they like kind of dress them up too? They put something on them, like um, a ribbon or something. Probably. Probably. This prize turkey. <laughs> Dude, it's fucking crazy. The world we live in is like a, a funhouse mirror of like sick distortions. <laughs> it's awful. It's awful. It's crazy. Like, uh, it's so funny, dude, because when I was a kid, I would see that and I would just like, accept it. I'm like, oh yeah, like they like, pardon. Of course, that's cute. That's fun. Very nice. I'm glad they pardoned a turkey. It's so silly, man. Um, it's this thing we all recognize. Every, dude, like, if you mention that to people, everyone knows what you're talking about. Yeah, oh, yeah. I know. The president of our country pardons a single bird <laughs> from its death sentence. It is uh, a little eerie to think about in the weeks leading up just how many turkeys were killed. Yeah, I know. Like, 
when because most people are just buying those at the grocery store like a few weeks before or whatever when were they killed when are like the most amount of turkeys being killed because the crazy the weird part about the October the part probably because the the weird October the weird part about the pardon is like all the turkeys that we're eating have already been killed and bought like these guys they're already off scot-free till next year yeah you know yeah because like dude that would be an interesting like plot for a movie like turkeys understand they're like look we get to mid to late october like that's when they the reaping happens dude. this would like, be some like they they thin us out pixar movie where like the turkeys it's like are... chicken run exactly yeah, yeah. but in, dude chicken run was like a thinly veiled holocaust movie that movie's fucked it's really oh, good but it's i fucked. never saw it dude it's these chickens who are like they're in these like they it's all basically equated to like being in a camp damn it's really dark wow that's uh that's pretty fucking crazy on that note, anything else on Thanksgiving? Um, no. Like, <laughs> no. No, like, that's the problem, man, is there's nothing else to say uh, no, about there's Thanksgiving. No, there's not. There's like, not. Like, Thanksgiving is great. It's a one-trick pony. Yeah. It's like, and like, after a certain amount of years... But you... so mad. Curvile. <laughs> so mad. <laughs> I still love him. Uh... It's true. It's a one-trick pony, but I still love it. Yeah. Good. I I like that. I like that. All right. Well, let's dive in here, Jake. Mm Mm-hmm. Three, two, one. 